you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to the Rose Podcast number 849. 849 episodes of this yammering. Well, this yammering has been brought to you by Squarespace. You know, at the beginning of the new year, you maybe made some resolutions to take on new challenges, maybe start a business, maybe change careers, maybe launch a creative project, whatever it is. Squarespace will help you if you need a landing page or a blog or an online store. They will allow you to create a custom platform where you can make whatever your goals are into a reality. They'll make it easy. Any level of coding that you are, their customer service is fantastic. It's, it's people that have real experience. They're users, not just people reading off a script. So start your free trial today. Squarespace.com. Enter the offer code NERDIST and get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, make your next move. And now our next move is the Nerdist Community Corkboard featuring... Katie Levine. Hey. So first I wanted to thank Sure. They sent me these three really cool mics uh, to try out. And um, they're the MV88, the MV5, and the MV51. And they're all these like really cool little mics that uh, they can just go right into your computer or your iPhone and make it super easy to record a podcast on the go. Um, I get people tweeting at me like, how do I do a podcast? This, these type of mics, these, this would really help you. They're all made with motive and they like legit sound really good. So I just wanted to thank Sure and let people know about them because if you're a podcaster or a musician and you're looking for like a really good portable mic, definitely check these out. Uh, and then the second one, Wes from Petaluma, California, which is right near where I'm from, Wes. I uh, he wrote, hello, Nerdist family. I need your help. My grandfather, Verl. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Verl Minto appeared on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in January of 1967. In the appearance, he brought on some of the jumping frogs from the Calaveras County. And uh, one of the frogs peed in Johnny's hands. And he would just love to find any material that references this appearance. Uh, video stills, article, etc. His grandfather passed away when he was 10. But it's one of the things he told him about. And he would just really love to see it. So if you could help him out. What an excellent use of yeah, the clipboard to find this. footage of this guy's grandfather. So again, his name is Verl Minto. And it's V-R-L-E-M-I-N-T-O. And yeah, if you find any info, tweet it at Wesley, W-E-S-L-E-Y underscore Minto on Twitter. Great. I know. I love that, right? Someone's going to find that somewhere. So. Someone's going to find that somewhere. <laughs> Uh, 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 Reddit's a good place. Uh, yeah. Obscure Media is a good yeah. place. The subreddit Obscure Media is a really great place to start. This episode 
is Nathan Fillion and SF Sketchfest. So Matt, Jonah, and I, uh, Katie was unfortunately had a. Are you feeling better? You had a sinus I still infection. Have a sinus infection. I have Son a very bitch. bad headache right Katie now. Katie <laughs> was worried about fly, flying. We said, do not fly with a sinus infection. So Katie wasn't there, but Matt, Jonah, myself, and, uh, and Nathan Fillion. Huge thanks to SF Sketchfest, uh, Janet Cole, and Dave, and everyone else who makes Sketchfest incredible every year. The largest and best independent comedy festival still in the United happening. States. You can still go. It's still happening as of now. Uh, we performed at the Curran Theater, which is a stunning theater that just reopened after a two-year refurbishment. Uh, it is gorgeous. It's a great place to see a show. I loved being in that theater. Yeah. Uh, Mike Furman came. He and I did uh, El Corazon at the end of the show because we haven't written anything new. And Mike was there, so we did it. Not in the podcast. We cut that out because it's all in Spanish. And um, it doesn't make sense without the video that goes along with it. But uh, Fillion's the damn best. He was gr- amazing guest. We had wonderful comments. And, uh, and so this is it. This is our SF Sketchfest 2017. Just happened a couple of days ago. Hot off the presses <laughs> of reality. Uh, you should watch Con Man uh, on Comic-Con HQ. Uh, go to conmantheseries.com. That's a series that Fillion does with uh, Alan Tudyk, who is now a very significant part of the uh, Star Wars universe. <laughs> and uh, also, of course, played Wash in the uh, Fantastic Firefly He's series. Just, yeah, awesome. He's great. Tudyk is great. <laughs> He's coming on the podcast soon, too. So uh, And on At Midnight. Uh, so, yeah, this is, uh, this is uh, Nathan and uh, Nerdist Podcast, and it's all the gang, and it was great to have everyone there. This podcast brought to you by, also by Stamps.com. Postage rates have gone up again. again? What are we made of money, Postal what? Service? Uh, trip to the post office, like swapping out, having to swap out the stamps you bought last year, or get the penny ones to, or whatever it is that they've and gone they have up like to. Ten stamps. On yeah. Well, I don't even know what's it because I just you just use you just use stamps.com. Will print out the exact postage that you need for anything. Uh, it'll automatically calculate, print it out, stick it on the package or parcel any size. Stamps.com brings all the services of the post office right to your fingertips, um, and you'll get they'll send you a digital scale to automatically calculate the exact postage and help you decide on the best class of mail based on whatever needs you have. Stamps.com saves you money. Uh, They give you the postage discounts that you cannot get at the post office, including three cents off every first-class stamp. Anything you do at the post office, you can do from your desk except stand in line. So (laughs) process that. Don't go to the post office anymore. Use the offer code NERDIST, four-week trial, including postage in a digital scale. To go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in NERDIST. That is stamps.com. Enter the promo code NERDIST. With stamps.com, you'll never go to the post office again. Right now, it's the Nerds Podcast number 849, SF Sketchfest, with the sister wives and Nathan Fillion. Katie, please roll the business. There it is. San Francisco Sketchfest, the current theater, 2017. Please welcome to the stage, Matt Myra! Jonah Ray Donovan! And special guest star, Nathan Fillion! I guess just there, and I'll just sit on the end so I can see everyone. Are you guys so far away down there? We're a team. We're into symmetry. <laughs> it's us against them. Close, uh, the, there. close the gap. Yeah. Nathan, you. quite the scream when you came out, huh? Man's a legend. Yeah, I know, he's handsome. Come on. 
I felt like okay about my applause. And then, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, right. Two can play that game. Oh, you guys are supposed. No, you to didn't stay do the quiet. bit. Wait, hang on. Wait, this is gonna be a lot of fun. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Jonah's gonna stand up again, and then no one make a fucking noise. All right. My comparison once again. <laughs> Asshole, check this out. <laughs> Weird acoustics in here. <laughs> well, you can really hear yourself sit down. <laughs> this really was an incredible, uh, magical day in San Francisco. The the protest march today. You know, it's really, awesome. what's interesting about what's interesting about it is that you know I I love San Francisco. I've been coming here for years. This is I think maybe since two thousand five. This is like my eleventh or twelfth sketch fest. And whenever and whenever there's a protest. It's like, oh, they're protesting everywhere, and I feel like San Francisco was like, nah, we got this. We know how this shit works. Yeah, everyone get naked. No. <laughs> but I think the thing that I, that, I was, that I was really loved walking around and seeing was, you know, uh, people in the hats, and they had a bunch of signs, and, and I, didn't see, I didn't see anger on people's faces. I really didn't. I saw uh, people talking to each other, and women talking to each other, and kind of laughing and celebrating like hey we're going to do this this is our this is something that's important to us and we're going and it was the, the feeling was really was really lovely uh, and nice and warm out there so uh, thank you and i i didn't you know i don't know i just i felt really good walking. yeah it was it was it felt really good walking around did, did who here went to any of the great job and I know, you know, it probably sounds pandery to say that, but I legitimately felt that way. And a lot of my friends were, you know, I saw, you know, on Instagram, just everyone was taking pictures of the protests. And it, and it, looked, uh, it looked really, really great. Yeah. Uh, were you, did you walk around for a while today? Yeah, I, uh, I got off the uh, airplane, took the train. And when I got on the train, there was these uh, adorable ladies wearing their uh, vagina beanies. And, <laughs> and, I, uh, and I, I followed them to the, that sounds, this is starting to sound real weird. These old ladies wearing vagina beanies, and I followed them to a protest. <laughs> but it was great. It was great. I walked around, took pictures, talked to people. It was, it was very nice. It's like, I wanted to be with, uh, because Deanna, my wife, went down to the one in L.A., and I wanted to be there with her, but I couldn't. So it was nice sending her pictures of stuff that was happening up here. Yeah, Jonah's been uh, furiously working, like, every minute of every day. It's like you went from... You infected me, Chris. I know, I can't help it. I can never forgive you for that. Jonah, you know, Jonah went from, like, Hidden America to The Meltdown to Mystery Science Theater back to Hidden America. Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling? Tired. <laughs> Very tired. I was in Reno, which can take five years off your life. Yep. <laughs> Reno is such a t- terribly awesome place. Its spirit animal is a deadbeat dad from the 70s. But it really is like going through that uh, contraption in Princess Bride where he's like, I've just sucked one year off your life. (laughs) 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 To Blave. Blave. (laughs) I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. Oh my God. Because we could do this all night. I mean, we could do the whole fucking movie. Come on, guys. Who wants to do it? Yeah. I I, I have this question for you, Nathan Fillion, which is... So here we are, like, quoting Princess Bride, which is a movie that obviously was very impactful to all of us, and 
does it ever bend your brain a bit that you are as much uh, a pillar of pop culture as like you know as like that was to us that you are that for people? Whatever he said. <laughs> I honestly don't think of it in those terms. I right. honestly don't. But I, I got to do all the cool stuff that we watch on TV. And you go, oh, that would be so great to do that, just even for a day. That's true. <laughs> I got to do that. I got to do that. That was my job. Yeah. Riding horses, shooting guns, and shooting people, and shooting horses. and. You know. <laughs> But, you know, the, the phenomenon of Firefly is still so un... I mean, it's... Even just... Like, we took a picture and posted on Instagram and a bunch of people were like, oh, I see Nathan's wearing his brown coat, where's yours? Like, it's so much... The aesthetic, it's such, a li- it's such a lifestyle for people and it really has become a thing. But do you... How do you navigate the many questions a day of like, What's it, is it going to come back? Are you guys going to do more? How's it going to come back? You guys going to, you know? like That's when you over your shoulder, you go, yeah, right, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you can't really sit that one down and, and talk it through, but right. you know, things, get, things get canceled. It's, I, when people say, hey man, you know, is it going to come back or, or why did it get canceled? They look at me like I have some kind of expertise in studio network television and right. <laughs> things get cancelled and when and how much money and no oh man they tell me what to say what to wear where to stand when I say it and how to say it <laughs> does that sound like the boss to you yeah <laughs> performers don't get to make a lot of decisions yeah. unfortunately but it is you know there are these magical times but I feel like we have to learn how to appreciate those moments when it's like our message in the podcast enjoy burritos like appreciate those moments when they're happening because we don't know when we're going to work and when we're not going to work. And, you know, I know you have a lot of great... You said you've been enjoying free time now since Castle's been over because you just didn't have any any time. Yeah. You called me and said, hey, do you want to go to San Francisco and do Sketch Fest? Uh, yeah, and I'm open. <laughs> I don't know why I looked at my watch, but... I mean, when the show's called Castle and you're Castle, you're um, pretty much in most every scene yeah. and there's no, there's no way around it. So is it... It's like house on house. <laughs> <laughs> what are other shows with dwellings as the title? Uh, I really like Shaq's show. It was called Shaq. Uh, it was like being the Little House on the Prairie. On Little House on, on, little on, little house on the Prairie. The important thing to remember is it's never lupus. Uh, <laughs> little House reference Wait, for that one time it was. Yeah. Was it one time? Yeah. Oh, of course they did that. Why wouldn't they do that? (laughs) Seven years of bullshit fake medical cases. They got to go, well, (laughs) what if at one time, all right, it's lupus. It was the only. They're like, see you guys next week. Yeah, it was the only seven minute episode. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel good. It's lupus credits. (laughs) 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 I can't believe you remember the house theme. What do you mean? Wait, I'm a big fan of house music. Nice. Jonah, that didn't get the what it deserved, but that was a good joke. No, no, it did. Okay. Uh, I'm sure Jonah could tell you the theme to house is Teardrop by Massive Attack, and I'm a big Massive Attack fan. Sure. That's from the album Mezzanine, I believe. It's a fucking great song, which, as much as I love house, 
it, the theme of it kind of ruined that song for me because now I, I just you can't have sex to it anymore. I can't have sex to it anymore. <laughs> no, no, he can only have sex. I can to only it. get hard with it. Yeah. Just say, same have with have Matt. House playing in the back. <laughs> same with Matt and the Fraser theme. <laughs> hey, Dory, I hear the blues are calling. Sauce, sauce, tossed salad yeah. and scrambled eggs. All my eggs. Speaking of, of, of eggs, Matt, uh... <laughs> Ooh, Chris! Sweet seg, bro. That seg? Sweet. It's egg. How's, uh... And this is obviously something that Matt is comfortable talking about and Dory's comfortable talking about because they have a podcast about it. How's Dory's IVF going? Oh, it's terrible, Chris. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, we do a podcast called Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, seven of you listen. Uh... I'm sorry, because you're probably going through similar things. Uh, yeah, no, we, were, we did two rounds, then we tried to do a third round, and then she didn't have a ton of follicles, so then we're like, well, okay, let's do a test round, where we make her take all the drugs, and then do nothing but test her uterine lining. Really a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, then we switched doctors, because Dory didn't like the doctor, even though when we first met the doctor, I was like, this guy's kind of like an alien, he seems emotionless. She was like, I think he's okay. And then, four months later, this guy's kind of like an alien, Matt. <laughs> he seems emotionless. Did you call her out for ripping off your joke? Uh, <laughs> tune into the podcast to find out. <laughs> no, Dory is... She's the smartest human being I've ever known. and unbelievable. Uh, I love her dearly. Wrote a book in the process of everything? Wrote a book while she was doing this? Yeah, and her book comes out April 25th. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. It's called Startup, a novel. Please, we have to pay for this baby. <laughs> <laughs> like 25 grand a pop. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Is that the new, like, I was pregnant with you since in, in labor was so long. Is this the new, you made a suffer thing that parents... Yeah, well, I, if we have, we have a, there's a boy embryo on ice that's been on ice since July. Uh, we put a female embryo in because I was like, fuck it, let's have a girl and then we can topple the patriarchy or something. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, better yet, you're Jewish, you'll be a Jewish girl. They'll hate that even more. <laughs> so we tried that. It didn't take so but we still have the boy embryo which is on ice since july and then i'm like well that boy is it's gonna be like a year old by the time we throw it in is that the medical term yeah, that's how the doctor presents it we're gonna yeah. throw this in yeah. we'll just throw that in hey throw that in there throw that in there throw that's that in how in. we talk on matt and dory's eggs we like to make it relatable uh yeah so i don't know we're trying we're doing another round because we do want to have two children we only have one embryo right now uh we want to have a girl uh, and I keep trying to... If we have the boy, I want to name it Falcor, and my wife's <laughs> I think that should be either gender. I'm like, come on, Falcor is... A, I was like, she's like, no, Falcor, and then I'm like, I tried to slide Riker by her, and she was like... <laughs> Riker's a great middle name. That's a great... Uh, yeah, you can't yeah. go wrong with a Riker. Yeah, and then I was like, how about David Matthew? And she's like, Dave Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> Back to the drawing board. Oh. Fraser and Niles, that's not flying either. They got a lot of trouble. Fillion Riker Myra. <laughs> <laughs> Fillion's a cool first name. That'd be a cool first name for a kid. I always thought if I married someone named Lillian or Jillian. Oh. Or Jillian Lillian. Yes. <laughs> you have a kid, it could be Jillian Lillian Fillion. Yeah. Uh, that'd be fun. 
Those are those things that you think are really funny and you don't realize you're basically creating a life sentence for a kid yeah. who's going to have to deal with it. No one's going to pick on Falcor. <laughs> Everyone's going to pick it's on It's from Norse mythology. It means protector of the people. I, I like, understand, but we all know it is a, a large Lhasa Apso with... <laughs> luck dragon, Chris. Luck dragon. And go, no, the Buddha said it first. It's all good. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think Falcor is a great middle name, though. I, 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 had a, I have a, a friend who kind of had that negotiation with his wife, and their daughter's middle name is Atari, which I think is a pretty cool, pretty cool middle name. Uh, that is an excellent negotiator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if she ever, you know, if anything's going wrong, you just pull up the cartridge and you blow on it. <laughs> Gen X jokes. Gen X jokes. The millennials are like, cartridge. Cartridge. It's like a thing you download in your hand. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Teen bites just to fit in your hand. You. You. How dare you, sir? How dare you? So what have you been doing with your free time? Because I notice, uh, I've noticed you've gotten to travel and go to a lot of conventions around the world. Did you just say, I'm going to take some time off to just travel? Yeah, so they'll present me with uh, something in, in Russia or Germany, and I'll like to, go, I, I'll say, yeah, tag on a couple days on the end of that, and I'll go to the convention, and I'll, t- I'll hire a tour guide and learn about, you know, Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Most of it's good. Uh, yeah. Oh, I had a tour guide in Berlin. It was amazing. I learned so much, and they, they couch nothing, and they hide from nothing, and it's really amazing and terrifying. Yeah. Is there any place in particular that you think, oh, I could probably live here. Someday I could just get a place and live here. No. <laughs> USA! USA! He's Canadian. He's, it's uh... so weird. I went, I went I, one time, I, I, we went on a, a beautiful scuba trip. It's... Uh, it was, uh, Three, you go for an hour over 10 foot swells. You think you're going to die on this boat going over these things. You're going, oh yeah, we just, we rolled a boat last month and we were all stranded out of here for hours. <laughs> In open ocean with 10 foot waves. Like, no one's asking you to live on the ocean, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> but once you get past it, Matt, there's, <laughs> it's like a lake. The seaweed is always greener than somebody else's lake. There will be an island the size of this stage with like a couple of trees and some bushes on it and a little two-story shack. And there's like a dude who lives there with a radio and he's got like a little boat. And you're like, how do you get groceries? I don't. I'm in prison. Can you help me? Look at him. He seems so happy over there. Out in the middle of the ocean, this tiny island the size of, like, how do you find it? How do you, like, hey, what's up? He's just waving like he's just chilling. Like, how did you got that little boat over the 10 foot? Like, I don't even, could I live out here? Some people just want to be isolated. Are you good? uh, Can you, can you be alone for long periods of time? Yes. You can. Oh, yeah. Especially in my house. (laughs) <laughs> Shutters come down Everything locks up Letting a scanner at the door <laughs> Hello, Nathan You look forward to the purge <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's good you're prepared for it <laughs> Keep America great It's purge election day Purge election day Did you know that? Keep America great was the slogan for purge election day And then that's Donald what, Trump was like, I'm going to 2020, that's going to be my, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Great. He's not going to make it that far. <laughs> so what, uh, what else have you been up to since uh, you've had all this free time? 
I like to scuba dive. I like to spend time with my brother. I've been working a little tiny bit. Is your brother a merman? <laughs> I, I connected those two things. I connected those two things. <laughs> the fact that you couldn't even get through it. I know. Made it that much more in- awful. I apologize. I apologize. Met my brother. That was insufferable. He's great. Your brother's a sweet But guy. you wouldn't call him hydrodynamic. He's not hydrodynamic. He's not a mer person. Not really. Not a mer person. No, good guy, though. Uh, so you guys have been scuba diving. You've been hanging out with your brother. Traveling a lot. Did a little bit of Modern Family. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. This, what? Oh, I did that uh, ages ago. Yeah. Yeah, I was ages ago. I was still employed at the time. God, he's done such an amazing job with that. Right? I remember... We're talking about James Gunn, ladies and gentlemen. James Gunn. G-U-double-N. Yeah. I remember when he first got that, he was like, hey, I'm doing this thing called Guardians, and it's a really, you know, it's kind of more obscure Marvel comic, but they're going to start experimenting with, you know, unknown properties and see how it... Holy shit. I remember when he, when he said, hey, I'm going to... I said, I know that comic. It's stupid. <laughs> I kind of went, oh, great. Uh. <laughs> Thinking, what's he going to do? But he made, took all the stupid stuff and he made it real and he made it make sense and he, made, he grounded it in earth with the music. It was great. But you are a comic fan, so is there anything that you... He's also the only guy to get a realistic performance out of Vin Diesel. <laughs> Wait a minute, we still found it kind of wooden. Thank- nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Iron Giant, Iron Giant, oh, yeah. Brad Bird got a got a Ooh, so a uh, robot tree. <laughs> I actually met oh, man. I don't know. I guess I tell it. I, I don't know what you're telling. I think maybe you were there. Uh, James Gunn had a party like a year, a little, a little over a year ago, and uh, and Vin Diesel was there. Cool. Never met him before, and he was like, "Hey, do you know Vin?" I'm like, "I don't." And uh, Vin had had a, a few drinks, and I think I think the diesel came down, and he was just Vin. He was just unleaded. His voice. <laughs> Directed by James Burroughs. Uh, and I, and I and I think some of it came down a little bit, and the voice that came out of him, I was not expecting. It was. <laughs> I was expecting a, hey, how's it going? But it came out, I don't know if you had this experience, it was a, hey, nice to meet you. Like, it was the most, it was not what I expected at all. And then he started digging around, and it's like, he like, plays D&D, like, he loves D&D. Oh, he's a total nerd. Huge D&D guy. You didn't know this? Oh! Huge D&D guy. I picture him beating up D&D guys. Oh. <laughs> Only if he rolled for initiative. <laughs> And, uh, and I was like, oh, my God, I think this guy is... Basically, he's just wearing, like, body armor. Like, he's the kind of... Because he has a twin brother. And I think the, the twin brother looks like, the guy who talks like that. And I think it's ju- I think the, the Diesel is just a, it's just a character. I think it's a character. I think it's a thing that he does. I love him. I really do. I can't wait to find out why Dom is crossing his family. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not see the trailer for The Fate of the Furious? Oh, is it a Fast and Furious? It's the eighth one, so they just put F and the number eight. Yeah. I'm just going to run out of ways to write that. 
did be uh, on on Sidekick, which is a show I do on Alpha, which is this little this more people watch that show. Uh, we had Paul Shear on as the host of the show, and uh, he and I were. I was like, Paul, which well, how about what what if we just broke down the trailer for the Fast Furious Eight movie? And he's like, Oh, I love it, great, let's do it. And we're it was slotted for five minutes, and because the show's on the internet, it went twenty five minutes. <laughs> Just breaking that's, down the that's trailer. Breaking down a two and a half minute trailer. Well, what what were you able to extrapolate in that time? Uh, we had a lot of theories about Dom. Some theories like robot. Some theories like the only thing he hates more than he loves his family is terrorism. <laughs> so you know he might, if it's to stop terrorism. The only thing he hates more than he loves his family. family. Terrorism. <laughs> what, but he loves gonna, it. What if that was written on the poster? How fast would you be at Fame Day? How furious would you be? <laughs> That's great. The only thing he loves. No, wait, how's it go? The only thing he hates more than he loves his family. The only thing he hates more than he loves his family is terrorism. <laughs> But it's because he loves to hate it. Because he hates... This is so incredible that they've managed to get that many movies out of a car movie. I can't wait. I need it to go... I want it to go a hundred more movies. It will. It has no signs of, of stopping anything. And then we could add, like, Peter Cushing to the movie. <laughs> I'm afraid you're going too fast and too furious this time. You may fire at will, Dom. I was, uh, Nathan was at the Rogue One premiere, and I was, we had talked about this a little bit before, but being at that, yeah, one, yeah, um, the, ex- I, it, the experience in that theater. Oh my God, we haven't talked about Rogue One as a group. Oh. I love it. It's almost like it doesn't exist unless we can talk about it as a group. It, it, it's... I, experiences like that are so few and far between now. Has anyone not seen Rogue One? Too bad. Yeah. The odds are not in your I literally think all I heard was someone scream, she hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> she's a witch! And she's not gonna, by now, she's not gonna. We all know. She's not gonna break up. But it's an unspoilable movie because it's the fucking crawl of Star Wars. Yeah. It's already spoiled. She hasn't seen that one either. <laughs> it, that theater was so... The energy was so electric and such a... And it was like... The like force lightning? <laughs> it was some force lightning. But the last 30 minutes, I would put... And I almost got in so many arguments with people online. There were a couple of hipster bloggers who were like, this is just a footnote in Star Wars. Like, it fucking... It, in all the holes yeah. and it's so well done and everyone fucking dies too bad and uh <laughs> and and gives reasons to things that you know it's like the, the, justifying the weakness in the Death Star but doing it in a beautiful way that has a story that actually means something and not just like oh they just needed a, a plot device you know yeah. uh what what were your thoughts being in the theater when it was happening? I'm with my people. 
Because <laughs> everybody was in tune. All, everybody got the jokes. Yep. Everybody went, oh, uh-huh. That's the... <laughs> I know where they're going. Yeah. <clears throat> the space. Love that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I can dig it. And... Uh, Really terrific. We know where they're going to space. <laughs> There's that, that joke in Arrested Development where uh, she goes, Here's five dollars, go see a Star War. <laughs> it's Lucille. Uh, <laughs> what do you, you know, what, are there certain types of roles? Are there certain types of things that you would like to do? Would you want to be a part of a repeating franchise? Oh, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, the only bad thing about um, those kinds of things, like, hey, I would really love to do like a voice in a Pixar movie. I would really like to do uh, something in a Star Wars. The only thing bad about those kinds of dreams is that Alan Tudyk beats me to every <laughs> Now, I, I, I think, I, uh, thanks. I think we all, for Alan, I think we all watch entertainment with a bit of a different lens, perhaps, or maybe the nerd lens or the entertainment industry yeah. lens. When I'm watching a friend on screen, I watch very carefully everything they do. Quick story about Alan Tudyk. Everything he ever did in Firefly as the pilot, you say, hey, we need to take off. He'd say, great. Click, click, click. He hit three switches and we're going to go, hey, I need you to contact so-and-so on the video thing. Okay. Click, click, click. He hit these three switches. <laughs> everything he did. Sounds like a real one-click pony. <laughs> it was a three-click pony, you dum-dum. Shit. Guy's not here. Not in front of our friends. <laughs> we did the movie Serenity. I got to visit the bridge and they were just building this whole thing. I'm going, this is great. Um, Alan's going to need three switches right here. Just little old-fashioned toggles. And I was there when Alan saw the bridge for the first time. He goes, oh, my God, this is so great. Everything looks good. It's really nice. It's click, click, click. <laughs> Doesn't even... He just, it's just right there in Star Wars when he does this, that bit. Do you know the, the likelihood of reusing that weapon on us? It's hot. It's really hot. <laughs> click, click, click. <laughs> It was so much fun to see him. He really does kind of steal the movie. Every scene he's in. Every scene he's in. Yeah. And that could have been, you know, a character like that, it's such a delicate balance because it could have been a really annoying character. People were like, oh, God, no, that's it. And every scene he was in absolutely destroyed. Didn't you say he was able to do a fair amount of riffing in the... Yes, I think all but one of his improvised lines made it into the movie. Wow. Right? That's Alan Tudyk, though. That's yeah, and, but also just afterwards trying not to... Try, I mean, it was very... The whole experience was really overwhelming and exciting, but it was hard not to be like, do you understand that you're a part... Do you understand? Do you under... Like, trying to force him to fucking understand what it means. <laughs> but K2SO is now a beloved character in the Star Wars canon. He'll always be that, and he got to be that guy. Everything that's cool about Chewbacca in a C-3PO. <laughs> but with like a Boba Fett twist. <laughs> right? It's like if Drax from Guardians was a robot. <laughs> he just sort of says what he thinks and you're like, boy, every word he's saying is funny. <laughs> Dick. 
You know what? We were we had dinner last night at a place called the Sliding Door, which is very nice. Slanted uh, door. Slanted, slanted door. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the. Well, Gwyneth you were Paltrow thinking of the Paltrow movie, yeah. where she was... door to the slanted door. We Ironic- can get in. Yeah. It out comes. Ironically, there's a parallel universe where I said the correct word, slanted door, and it changed my life through a butterfly effect of events. But uh, uh, so we were having dinner at the slanted door last night, and Matt and I were pitching different things that we think Nathan would be amazing in, and we came upon something that I hope the president of Hollywood is listening, because this is a fucking winner of an idea, and I am excited about it. Chris, oversell it more. Uh, This is the greatest experience you will ever be able to process with your mere feeble human minds. Buckle the fuck up, everybody. Uh, I, can I set it up with... Oh, boy. <laughs> Nathan Fillion in Quantum Leap, the movie. Or, or, How do we not do this? Or rebooted series. Let's go and do it on Netflix. We can do 14, right? That's a thing, Jonah. Happened to me. <laughs> what does Sam Beck... What does Sam have? He has all the same qualities, right? Uh... Lovable, boyish, smart, handsome. Thank you, man. Handsome, everything, everything. So we were trying to cast the owl. We we come up, we come up with some different ideas. I was like, oh, you know, because Dean Stockwell, who played who played Al, they put this weird storyline where he was a ladies' man for some reason. We could never really figure that out. It explain his ties, you know. Yeah. But I guess they were like, well, we need someone who's exactly the opposite of Sam in every way. So he dresses flashy. He's obnoxious. He's superficial. Right. Um, and so... <laughs> hey, that's not a dig. <laughs> oh, Sam, there's a 98% chance you might be right. <laughs> Ziggy says... A lot. I take that as a huge compliment. My worst characters you could be. Yeah. So I was like, oh, is it like John Hamm or is it... You know, is it uh, like Simon Pegg? Would Simon be, or David Tennant? Would Tennant be a good... Al- and then Myra goes, no, 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 no. It's Allison. We recast it. And then we were trying to come up with who would be the good... You're so woke, Matt. <laughs> I just know how to get shit made. You know what? We just like, hey. I'm sorry, Matt. What else okay. have you gotten made? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Nothing at all. I mean, as far as I know, you're still going to the IVF time. <laughs> I can't even make a baby! I can't even make a baby! I tried to make a girl and I couldn't make a girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's at home sleeping peacefully after she marched all day. No, she just started awake but didn't know why. Oh. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> There's a podcast happening somewhere. <laughs> she just appears right over there. But I think you would be an amazing... I think, you, I think that would be amazing. If there's anyone out there... He's already agreed to do it, so... Yeah. You just give us, give us ten, right? Ten episodes? Ten episodes. Let's start with ten. If anybody has the rights, just leave them on the stage. <laughs> We're going to turn the lights off. So we glad I brought these are. here, guys. <laughs> I love that guy. I just didn't, yeah, I was, I was leaving my house. I'm like, oh, I don't it's need. It's a grandpa. What do I need? I got my keys, wallet, uh, rights to quantum leap. 
Where are my glasses? Where are my glasses? Honey, have you seen my pager? What? <laughs> yes, you left it in 1984. Okay. Hello, Hilton. I think that would be an amazing. I think. Why don't you leap to the show? Yeah. That's what he's, he's always talking about. I talk about. Yeah, it's always. I can't remember. Boy, it's been so long since I can't remember the last episode. Does he finally leap home? No. No, and that's what fucking annoys me. They didn't wrap it up. No, they didn't wrap shit up. Because they didn't know they were going to be canceled. They had no. No, they knew. What? <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something about shows getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> They'll tell you anything to get you saying, Oh, it's good, it's fine, we'll be back. <laughs> Buy another house. Buy two. Don't worry, everything will be great. Just take your things home in a box. <laughs> Slow down, bags. Cat and Castle. <laughs> I do answer to that. <laughs> but, you know, I think one of the things that I've noticed being in... Well, did you see what NBC did? NBC. I assume Universal still has the rights to Quantum Leap. And then when they did the Willard, Will and Grace reunion that they did special for the election that obviously didn't work out too well. Uh, and they were like, Netflix was like, fuck, they got a lot of views. Let's remake it. And then they approached NBC and was like, NBC or Universal Studios, they were like, we would like the rights to make this. And then NBC was like, no, we're going to do it. <laughs> and now Will and Grace is coming back this year. Really? Oh, right. They're doing oh, 10 episodes of Will and Grace. Right, because uh, Steve Carell tweeted... Hey, The Office is coming back. Oh, just kidding. That was a typo. I meant Will and Grace. <laughs> and there was a period of a few minutes where people were like, oh, The Office is coming back? And uh, so like, he, troll, he trolled everyone because Will and Grace is coming back. But someone... Didn't they try to remake Quantum Leap at some point? They've, they've tried like 17 times. I think what they've lacked is a leading man. I think they have him. I see you want me to find one. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I may have a little bit of pull at NBC now, thanks to a little show called The Wall. It's a great fucking pull. I have no pull at all. I have hey, zero pull. Really have no, I drop balls know. down a big plinko machine. You don't even drop them. It's automatic. I can't even take credit for that. Yeah, it's totally automatic. I saw you high-five a guy. That's true. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, so I could also let him know what would happen if he decided to do it or not do yeah, it. Yeah, bro, my job's hard. You know it's hard. <laughs> Is that, so, I mean, would you, is that something that you think you would seriously want to do? Are you offering me a job right now? Yeah. Do you have the backing for this? This is not something you... No, I, I wish I did, but sometimes when we talk about things on the podcast, like, you know, someone will blog, like Cinema Blender, someone will blog about it, and then other people start talking about it, and because big media outlets are trying so hard to keep up with the... Fake news. ...of news, they're like, that, I read that on a smaller blog, put, put blog, put that in there, and they'll get five tweets, because five people tweeted about it, and make it seem like, and then a person high up that goes, oh, I think people are talking about this thing. Like, it's totally... And that's how we ended up with Trump. <laughs> they can't even... I don't know what the hissing is. Is it because you like him? Oh, okay. Yeah, Matt, you, oh, they you, love you nailed it. Yeah, boy. No, I just get confused by the hissing. We're all on the same Well, they're hissing at... They're, they're, they're reptiles. They're, they're upset. Yeah. No, they're just uh, speaking parcel tongue. Uh, they're swearing in parcel tongue. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just when they hear a night, it's a, it's a San Francisco-specific thing. People don't hiss anywhere else. It's a San Francisco-specific thing. 
when some people hear an idea that they do not like, and it's not necessarily at you. Or, wait, are you hissing at this, or are you just demonstrating? You love the air out of Don't tell our secrets. <laughs> Is that true, though? Is that true. Yeah, it's so true. If I said to somebody here, like, hey, what do you want to go for lunch? Do you want to try that new sushi place? They go... Uh, right. No, if, no, I'll tell you what. If you were like... Uh... <laughs> You're like, hey, do you want to go buy fur coats and make inappropriate jokes in Union Square? Then people go, Tss. It's anything that's like, it's sort of, you're getting called out for something that's uh, so... Want to buy a house for under a million dollars? No, a lot of people would be like, fuck yeah, where do I get that? Where do I fucking get that? I did a search on Zillow just for funsies. Uh... Today, I was like, I just kept my search from Los Angeles, which is I want, like, I want a three-bedroom house. So I looked, and there was one. <laughs> there was one for sale uh, in the square, I don't know how, like, maybe like a two-square-mile two square mile radius, and it was $2.5 million. And I was like, oh, God, guys. <laughs> do we all sleep in our cars? How do we do this? <laughs> yes. yes. But my car is also my office because I drive Lyft. <laughs> sit down, sit down. Just move the cat. <laughs> <laughs> what a cappuccino. Like... He's got a cappuccino maker yeah. in front. Want a road omelet? <laughs> <laughs> you can make a crepe. Have you ever thought about, um, do you want to pitch? Would you, would you pitch stuff? Would you pitch shows? Do you pitch anything? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Th- then there comes there's a bit of responsibility if it's your idea and it doesn't work. Right. I get afraid of that kind of stuff. Right. I wrote a show one time. I, I wrote a show about uh, Repo Men. Really? Yeah. What happened with it? I sold it. And? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> was it based off of the movie Repo Man? No. Oh, it's, uh, uh, it, was, it was called Repo Bros. <laughs> It was, a, it was a buddy comedy for me and Alan Tudyk, and uh, it was two brothers who would uh, con people out of their things in order to get them back, because yeah. they, they couldn't muscle it out, because a lot of repo guys are big guys, so they give it to right. So they would con you. Hey, I think I'm going to need to get this car back. Click, click, click. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> And then what happened? You pitched it and you sold it, and did you shoot it or did you just sell the concept? We did not. We did not. I I, uh, I sold it as part of a, a, a deal uh, with ABC, kind of a I'll sell you the pilot and let's do a development deal. So if the pilot doesn't get made, we'll take a look at one of your shows, and one of those shows happened to be called Castle. Mm-hmm. And then I got a job. Yeah. Is it? That was nearly ten years ago, before Netflix. Oh, uh, you probably should have gone to Netflix. It's really interesting, though, but the industry has changed since I went under. And now I'm out and I go, hey, everybody, what I miss? It's this. Yeah. Well, now maybe it's time to unearth that and bring it back and pitch it to Netflix. Did you say unearth or on earth? Unearth. Okay. On earth. Yeah. Unearth on earth. But I think that uh, there's such a, it's such a fertile time for creators and people. Because I wonder, when, you, when you're doing a... Speaking of eggs... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is vodka. <laughs> it's not. 
By the way, none, none, I, I want you guys to know, none of these jokes would happen if I felt like Dory would be upset by it. This is their podcast is based around... It's what we do, guys. Yeah. So, Please, buy her book, Startup, a novel. Yeah. Available on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Amazon. Mostly Amazon. Mostly Amazon. <laughs> you know what helps? What I found out helps from Dory is that if you uh, go to your public library and you request that the library purchase the book, that helps sales quite a bit. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a great thing to do. Guys, libraries, they're great. No hissing. I found something they like. They like libraries. But I remember when I was... When I first moved out to L.A., I'd be, like, turning on MTV, and I'd see Chris Hardwick there with his long locks. Oh, I don't... That was a... No, I don't... I'm 29. I don't know what you mean. And now the people that I, you know, I used to see and watch and hang out with, and now now you guys are all making things. Everybody's making their own things. You know why, though? And for for people like myself and Felicia and, and the Will Wheatons of the world, we were... I think it was just a reaction to being heavily rejected by the entertainment business and being fortunate enough that the internet allowed us to reach an audience directly and we just went, oh, well, why are we, these other, all these, they're just kind of middle people. Like, why don't we just go directly and make our own thing? And so I feel like in a way we were sort of forced to. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I, I, I like this path better, even though now I do work for established corporations, but... It's. It, I still make stuff that I like, you know, that I yeah. like. Yeah. And uh, and I'm so. It's just a good time if you want to make stuff, and there's no excuse not to anymore. Be proud. <laughs> <laughs> also, slow the fuck down. You're raising the bar for the rest of us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It all fits. You know, Sundays. Sundays I do Talking Dead. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays at midnight. Podcasts or lunch breaks. The walls we're going to shoot on Thursdays or Fridays. I mean, it's like it's fine. I'll do stand up on night. Um, <laughs> at night. At night. But um, I, because when you when you do I, the business used to be so compartmentalized, yes. where if you did if you were a TV actor, you could only do TV acting. If you were a host, you could only be a host. If you were a comedian, you were only a comedian. Right now, if you want to be a TV star, you have to be a movie star. <laughs> and you have to. Well, not only that, but I I also wonder: Did you ever feel in the business like, well, I'm on this show? Are, you know, does the film industry, which is a completely separate business, do they see me in a different light? Do I have to earn respect in that world? Like, what, what was sort of the... How, how did you feel being perceived in both of those universes? I think just by nature of the industry, I think that the movies crap on primetime a little bit and primetime crapped on daytime a little bit. Like, those kinds of things kind of happen. Now, though, the lines... I mean, first of all, daytime's near defunct. Right. Almost extinct. Right. There used to be a thing called daytime TV, guys. We called them soap operas. Soap operas. It's a great place for young guys like me to get a start. <laughs> I was also going to say, like, also good, like, certain debauchery stuff I did in New York as a kid, but I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah, leave that alone. Yeah. So daytime is great. Uh, and now the movies and, and film, uh, the TV and film, it's all kind of meshing together with this internet right in the middle. Yeah. Things, different things are happening, guys. This is the this is the paradigm shift. You're all here for it. And so, do you uh, do you audition for film, or is that something that you want to do? You want to do more film, or do you like? Do you feel like? Because I think there's such you know, television when it really works is very regular work. Your schedule, like you know what your schedule is going to be in film. It's like oh, you might work for a few months, and you don't work for a few months. Yeah. Is that more attractive? Certainly right now, after an eight-year kind of a crushing time commitment, I can't tell you, I mean, I've watched a lot of sunsets 
yeah. since Castle has... <laughs> Before sunset, after sunset. <laughs> Where the link leader heads at. What up, link leader? I guess. Yeah, I, I, I missed a lot of daylight hours. I, <laughs> going to work when it's daytime, you come out, it's nighttime. I feel I like, like I missed out on planet Earth a little bit. Yeah. Are they still talking? Just, it's, they're they're very, they're very doing most of the time. They, they just, went over their heads. Their own thing. You know what? So smart. They said people showing around. When they sat over there initially, you came out. I know. It's their midnight. These shoulders are so tired. Not preparing. Shot alone. Both of them. They know they would. And they don't appreciate it. It was awful. Boyhood? You want to talk boyhood? Boyhood. The whole movie. The whole thing. And it felt like my life. Nothing happens. It'd be great if that's what people's attention spans were now, is that the whole podcast was just two separate yeah, conversations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll just pan you guys to the left we'll and us to the right. Us, right. And it'll be all good. That was a fun bit. Well, I feel like, uh, I feel like since, since you're here and part of the fun of this is that it's, uh, you know, it, it, it feels sort of Comic-Con-esque in... in oh, Comic-Con. Speaking of which, guys, just started my Star Trek podcast. <laughs> What? If I, Andy Secunda. Are you buying ads on this? I'm buying ads on this right now. I'm never on it, so I feel like people are like, where'd my Buying out? ads. I'm working all them. the time. I do it. Andy Secunda and I, uh, who's also a writer on the Goldbergs, uh, we do a podcast now called Star Trek The Next Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you just come up with names of podcasts and go, well, now I got to got to do it. Got to do it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. So we're, he's, he is not, he liked the original series, never saw all of The Next Generation, so I'm forcing him to watch it episode by episode. And then you guys talk about it? Fuck yeah, bro. Me <laughs> coming on. Uh, What's your favorite episode? I'll bring you on for it. Uh, I don't know. Oh, the one with Ashley Judd when she was young. And, oh, yeah, because uh, that was, that was Will, because Will, Will, Will was on that episode. Season four, that's called The Game. It's really a hoot. <laughs> Man. He sure knows Star Trek. Uh, I, I feel like it would have to be a Will. Season one what? Let's see, he said season five. I think he is just it got season corrected. five? It is after he leaves the ship. You're right. Well, you should have the podcast. That's it. Uh, take off your crown, Matt Myra. No, I think you're wrong. Uh, if only, only there, there was, was a way. way to device. No one. All of Hang Super planets that we can connect to. And I have left for the Academy. No idea. He's coming back. He does leave for the Academy in season four. So, I mean, really. Ashley Judd, yeah, Star Trek. Probably season five. Next generation. Ashley Judd, Star Trek Next Generation. We're going to find. Okay. If, if, if you are right. Season five. If you are right. You get to do the podcast with Andy. No. If you are right, I'll give you $100. Oh. If, if right, Matt is right, you got a blow. No. Uh, <laughs> if Matt is right, nothing happens. Wait, wait, you have to say. Wait, wait, what if, you, what if instead you paid for a round of IVF? It's like $25,000. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> How about this? If, I, if, if, if he's right, you give him $100. If I'm right, you pre-order my wife's book, Startup, a novel. I will. I'll, 
I'll tell you what. If he's right, you give him $100. Yeah. If you're right, I'll give him $100. <laughs> wow, this guy's day just got amazing. Oh. Uh, okay. Oh, you motherfucker already What's looked it? it up. Well, it was a long way to go, but it also wasn't worth it. <laughs> I believe him. Wait. Uh, Star Trek, uh, Star Trek database. It's, he's right. I think it's season five, episode six. I was wrong. You were wrong? I'll admit it. I'll admit it. Um, wait, TNG, episode TNG 2, uh... You know what, the, just look under up... the shadow of the ring. judge, she's in one episode. I'm trying to find it, Matt. Yeah, whatever. Two. Season two? No, she's not two. two. Jesus Christ! She's also in Nemesis, but she got cut out. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> this is just getting too complicated. It just says... Wait, I got hissed. <laughs> Star Trek Nana episode. Jesus, I believe the guy yelling. Well, <laughs> you can't just believe what people are yelling. That's yep. why America's in trouble. <laughs> 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 We're going to fact check this. No, no. Hey, did I? Hang on, sir, who knows everything about Star Trek? Did I at least get the title right? Yes. Oh, thank you. What was the title of the episode? Oh, transported. Hey, game. Game. The gate. The game. 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 The game. That's where they're all playing the game. They all get addicted Looks up to the game. Right into their eyes. Yeah. Billion knows. Game. Star Trek. He goes to conventions. My favorite episode. <laughs> okay. The Everyone game. gets addicted except Jordy, who's too busy to get addicted. Chris, this is I mean, taking alarmingly well, long Jesus for you to Christ. look up. I know. The guy already looked it up. It says it's the 106th episode. How is that going to help Season you? Season 5, episode 6. The That's game. what he said. <laughs> Oh, that's a lot of money, Chris. Look at this. Jesus Shut up. Christ. Shut up. I didn't know they made $500 bills. Shut up. Well, they don't give them to everybody. Yeah, they trust. don't give them to everybody? I guess not, yeah. Forget what you saw. Forget what you saw. Is that a gold doubloon? <laughs> uh, who, who was the guy? Who, <laughs> Everyone's going to run It was me. How was the show? I lost like 20 grand. You could have paid for an IVF cycle, but you just kept giving them $100. Oh, you're all the way up there? Oh, I can't get up there. I'm not going to... I can't give it to you. Yeah. To the balcony? It does, it's, the balcony. it's not trickle-up economics. <laughs> oh, you're going to... Yes. Throw it. President Lincoln. Hold it into a paper airplane. 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 Oh, you want me to throw it? Do Stick you it to know the... how physics works? Chris, wait, wait. Put it in your empty water bottle. Toss it up. Great. I'm fucking MacGyver. Oh my god. I'm MacGyver. Oh, is he in bed? Is he, is he a gentle lover? <laughs> wait, you don't have to. You just. You know, it just. You don't. You deal with your hundred dollar bills however you want. I don't even have a wallet. <laughs> I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make. He's a... folding it into a tiny ship. Oh. <laughs> I'm folding it into a TARDIS. No. <laughs> yes. Wait, are people yelling? Just this is Swan? what's happening. What's Swan? happening? I'm gonna well, make. A, I'm gonna make a ring. I'm gonna make a ring out of this it. This is good radio. <laughs> Jonah, this isn't radio. You 
think this is radio? <laughs> a ring. He's going to make a ring out of it. I'm going to make a ring out of it. He's coming. And then a little girl with long hair is going to crawl out of a well and murder you in seven days. <laughs> He's the guy, I think the, guy's, the guy has left the balcony. He just left. He's like, fuck this. We went to go make $100. <laughs> uh, there he is. You don't even have to fold it anymore. Put it on his finger, Chris. Tell him you love him. Kiss. It's so sudden. This is all so sudden. <clears throat> I think Matt's going to steal money from you. Hang on. He's been doing that for... <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody your name and that you're better at Star Trek than Matt. You want to you hand it to him? Well, he might take it for a long time. We're go- no, he's got to go around again. Hey, you can walk around a couple people for a hundred dollars. He has a cane. Oh. Oh, check out Joe Biden over here. Guess what? I'm gonna bring you two hundred dollars. I'm gonna bring you, and then we're never gonna speak of this again. This will just be our secret that you. Here, hello, how are you? Oh, I am so... Um... Flummoxed? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, here's a $100 ring. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Chris. He's going to pay him in 20. It's for you to keep your fucking mouth shut. Uh, <laughs> hey, how's it going? How's it going? <laughs> so, <laughs> and that so is how hush money works. Yeah. It didn't feel like that was the first time Chris did something like that. Yes, sir. I was trying to get your attention. Just to be a good sport, I will buy your wife's book. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thank you so much. You know what you could do is you could just do it with the money Chris gave you. <laughs> Thank you. And also, please, listen to the podcast and write in with any corrections or omissions. But who has the time? It's true. <laughs> I got time to record them. You got time to listen to them. You don't have to write in, though. I get that. That's it. What do you do? Uh, I'm a chemist. Oh, of course. I had to fucking argue Star Trek with a chemist. You should have led with that. You should have said that first. What, what type of chemical things are you working on? Uh, drugs, Chris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I mean, no, I worked for a company that makes drug testing kits, so I, if, if you want to have someone take a drug test to see if they're abusing the morphine, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you just failed. Wait, the we're, test. we're in San Francisco. Why were you guys kind of test? It's a verbal test. <laughs> he just goes places and says, "I make drug testing," and all the people on drugs are like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and they just pick them off one by one. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Uh, that's really fantastic. Um, is there anything else I have that I can give to you? <laughs> uh, 
here doing it right now. Okay, good. Uh, oh, that's so sweet. He just wanted time. God damn it, stop being adorable. You're just getting them on your side more. <laughs> Go for the castle. <laughs> He's right there. That's me. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I, I, really, I really appreciate that. I will do anything to embarrass Matt. Oh, good. Well, and I'm going to give you $100 more for that. <laughs> Can I just give you 20 okay. What are you it. dropping? Okay. What are you dropping? One. Good God. Three, That's three. If anyone else wants to shit on Matt. Which is still worth something right now. Uh, hey, how's it going? Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much. You know, I feel like this is a perfect... I feel like this is... And I'm not... Don't ask for $100, anyone else. This was just for him. Uh, now's the perfect time to do Quements, you guys. Uh, Nathan's here. Matt, Jonah. Uh, oh, what? Uh, if you did want to do something really special, uh, it has been a while since you guys have done the song. The Quements song? Well, then why would you interrupt it, Mr. Chemist? <laughs> Matt, shut up! No, I mean, it's just ridiculous. He comes down here with his cane, makes us feel bad. Matt, stay on the aim cane! And he's like, oh! Oh my God, what if he just fell over? Oh my God, that would be the worst. I didn't mean to grab it. I'm so sorry. I don't know if I have $100 left. Why don't you start it for us? Come on. Come on. I gotta start it. Let him start it. Let him start it. It's a question. It's a comment. It's a question. It's a comment. It's a comment. What? It's a question. Oh, it's a comment. Right. Nice. It's a question. It's a comment. It's a comment. All right. Five comments. Five questions or comments. Oh, I might have to. Yes, because this man has one right here. Thank you. I should do 25 questions. What is your name? My name is Jason. It is. And what is your question or comment? Uh, I wanted to say thank you. It's a comment to all of you. Matt, um, the Timothy Ferris episode uh, helped me go on a journey. It inspired me to lose 50 pounds, and I ran a marathon. Holy shit. Fantastic. And uh, thank you. Thank you very much. That is also, a great I'm planet. from Edmonton, so hi. Hey! Uh, do you enjoy Hawaiian food? <laughs> there you go. Jonah, something for you, too. <laughs> That's like what I can get. <laughs> uh, no, I bought, uh, I bought one of Jonah's uh, stand-up specials off of iTunes. Oh, there you, you go. Thanks for doing that. Nice. You, you, don't, Matt, don't force no, I made him. I made, I made, I made him do it. it, it I made him do it. And it was pretty. No, do you it's like okay. it was pineapples. Real. It was real. Uh, okay. <laughs> so also, now, I don't know why uh, Hawaiian uh, food oh, is the only is thing. It, I you want to do a thing, real fast? Sure. Oh, oh, there it is. Ooh. Ah. Oh, you're so uh, welcome. Uh, Get out of my way. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I bet that chair's more comfortable you now, what? my friend. You have nerdist on your nose. Oh, you do? That's, oh, my God, that's really awesome. Did you paint that on there yourself? Hey, would you get a picture and then send it to her? Look, here, look. <laughs> By the, just get up the eyes. Just runs around telling people to take pictures yep. and send it to them. That's for you. Also giving away money. Take that, Seacrest. Uh, he does it all he the time. He does it every weekday. Shut up, This Matt. pays your bills. Yes. 
Uh, Jonah, please, oh please, can you give us any spoilers about Mystery Science Theater? Yeah! <laughs> well, I feel like in the not-too-distant future, it's, uh, I can't. I can't, but... The... I can say I saw the, the intro to the show. Sorry. <laughs> Joel, Joel will kill me in the laziest way possible. <laughs> He'd call me up and go, shouldn't have done that, man. I don't have a horse in the race. I've seen the intro with Jonah, and it's the most fucking delightful thing I've ever seen in my life. It's going to be great. He looks amazing. The robots are amazing. I, I want to spoil some things, but I can't. And fucking Felicia's awesome. Patton's awesome. Look for a Harmar cameo in there. It's great. Yeah, I can right. say that. Sorry. Fuck everybody. I'll say whatever I want. Question for Nathan. I've been running for, since 2011, the Bay Area Firefly live-action role-playing game. What would it get to take, get you to come to do a cameo one day? <laughs> and are you in town next Sunday? <laughs> Good follow-up. <laughs> Is the answer, poison dart? <laughs> 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 that wasn't a tranquilizer, oh no! <laughs> you could play whoever you want. <laughs> up in the stakes. In Nara. I hear about but, but, this game, first of all. I've been, it's, we use Nerf guns for combat. We've been running now for since 2011. Uh, we do play once a month. I've got about 30 players that play their own characters and about uh, a dozen people that come in to play NPCs that'll everything from Reavers to. Take my love. Take my land. Take me where I never stand. You can't take the sky from me. No, you can't take the sky from me. Are there more lyrics or is that it? Yeah, there's like two more. Oh, there's... Okay, you're good. Good. Great. <laughs> what would it take? A hundred dollars from Hardwick? How much more? <laughs> yeah. How much more does Hardwick have in his pocket? What would it take to? Come back next weekend and uh, be... I mean, he lived in a Firefly role-playing scenario for a long time. Or, I don't know, what do you think? <laughs> he just said they're going to provide a Nerf gun. I think, I think if you're going to do that, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. I think it's all about perspective. I think if I do it, it's, it kind of rides the line between really cool and maybe sad. <laughs> yeah. Like, what does that make me? I want to know. I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> what if you showed up and everyone was just, like, not as into it as you thought? They were going to be like, hey, it's me, Nathan Philly. And they're like, cool, you could go over there. <laughs> did, you bring, did you bring any... Guys, I don't know if anybody can hear me from the back. Oh, no, we can't. Oh, come on, the salsa? new guy's ruining it. Didn't even bring any chips or salsa. What a... <laughs> We didn't ask it to. Ice is in a dish. It's potluck. Ice is not a dish. Yeah. Can you do a little ditty from Rock of Ages for us? Oh, do you have a song from Rock of Ages? Blood. <laughs> well, I just did. Um, Comedy Central has this new show called Comedy Jam coming out, and uh, so I just did. I. I performed Wanted Dead or Alive with Richie Sambora. And it was fucking amazing. He's, he, he committed to it. It sounded great. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Richie Sambora committed to playing guitar? Yeah. Hopefully that works out for him. I don't know. I can give you... Um, My tickets. Uh, do you want Wanted Dead or Alive or something else? Or... I want to know what love is. I want you to show. 
Um, but I'm also, also, I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride. I'm wanted. Wanted. Get Kid, you got the goods. Your sign. Wanted. Wanted. Now, if I didn't finish it, would all the completionists melt, melt down? <laughs> yes. Uh... Did any of you guys watch professional wrestling growing up? And if you yes. did, who's your favorite wrestler? Matt Myra's. Wait. Uh, I loved professional wrestling growing up, and uh, my favorite as a real young kid was the late, now late, great Jimmy the Superfly Snooker. Uh, oh. What's oh, that? Shit. You, are you him? What? Yes, this is him. <laughs> he reincarnated. He is. Snooker. It was uh, a lose. So yeah, no, I, and I had you know I had the large the twelve inch rubber figures. Remember those that? And I played with those constantly as a child. And then I liked the Ultimate Warrior quite a bit because I just always wanted to see a realization of what steroids do to a human being. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was scary. Yeah, I couldn't never tell if he was a good guy or a crazy guy. He was just out for the warrior, brother. Yeah, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Um. Rowdy Rowdy Peeper. It's a Simpsons reference. <laughs> All right. Good. The late grade. Chris, behind you. Ah! <laughs> what are you doing there? What are you doing? Uh, it's hella fine now. Okay, great. <laughs> first things first, I'm fairly certain that I'm supposed to like you because I think you signed my ticket. However, I don't know. This is not great. starting well. Do you know what day it is? <laughs> and... and can we get that drug test down here, please? What's... <laughs> That's an immediate failure. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, you're used to that. I'm kidding! No, I am used to that. Um, Stop it. Don't uh, you be mean to you. Don't you fucking be mean to you. So, uh, first things first, question for everybody. Um, are you, any of you guys vegetarians? No. Uh, Except for all the meat I eat, yeah. <laughs> Is this, about, is this about to turn into an uncomfortable Instagram comment thread? Yeah, it is. Um, so let's offend a bunch of vegetarians. Um, oh. So it's a Wait, hypothetical. What? If okay. you guys were about to... Put your hissing lips on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think please, he's just going to ask who we need first. Please shame me. Um, so if you guys were, hypothetically, yeah. able to eat any exotic meat, regardless of endangered species list... Okay. What meat would you guys try? The yeah. most delicious meat of all, man! Oh boy, this one's really been marinating for a while. I mean, honestly, if there were like no rules, I'd fucking love a Thanksgiving bald eagle. <laughs> it's a hypothetical, it's a fair question. Hey, why not? I'll fucking shove some rosemary up a bald eagle's ass. <laughs> you know, nice poultry blend. Stop hissing me, it's not gonna happen. I'm not eating a bald eagle. Let's, let's eat penguin. I mean, it's half... No! It's half... No one's eating penguin, you Jonah. fox favorite. It's Jonah's favorite animal. He has a tattoo of a penguin. Hey, Jonah's mom's a penguin. It's the way to go. Half fish, half bird. I mean, come on. It's fatty and nice. It is a surf and turf. It's you surf and turf. They they're not as fat as you think hey, they are. How's it are, do you feel how about, how about uh, oh, Great White Shark? Great. Oh, I'd fuck oh, with a Great White Shark. I need, I need Great White Shark. Yeah, do you have uh, questions? Do you I, I'd questions? go for some Mormon yeah. baby meat. Thank you for coming back. Did you say, what did you say? Mormon baby meat. Okay, thought so. <laughs> Hi, Chris. You don't have a microphone right now. 
Well, this is for all of you, especially Nathan, since I see how funny you are. I feel I could ask you this. <laughs> no offense. I didn't get any offense by that. I'm, I'm just making funny faces. No, I was laughing at the fact that it was funny because I see how funny he is, and then we're over here trying to be funny all the time. And <laughs> yeah. I thought that was very funny. So. I see how you guys try so hard, and it's really admirable. I'm just wondering if any of you have ever dialed a number you saw in a movie or TV show to see if it was real. First of all, fantastic question. Great question. <laughs> I did once dial 8675309. I once dialed 1900 get laid. <laughs> I've dialed 555 ghost. <laughs> Mr. Science Theater 3000, over Jonathan Memory Bank. 1-800-555-PEARL. Oh, yeah. Uh, phone rang, line picked up, voice on the other line says, down on all fours. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ask him, he's a witness. <laughs> there was one, well, this wasn't, you know, in, uh, in, in New York, their public access channel, I don't know if they still do this, but they would run at night all these, like, porno line commercials. They don't do that anymore? They're, do you know what I'm about to say? All right. <laughs> Ma'am, do you not know? Do you? Uh, there was one that always cracked me up. It, it was, the way, seeing how they justified this, it was a, not, I think it was 976 P E E E, and they would always go, the extra E's for extra P. <laughs> B Y O B B. Oh my god, our president's gonna call that number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're gonna get that going again. We're gonna get what's that going. What's the country code for real? Hey, what's your name? I'm a germaphobe. I would never call that number. What's your, uh, what's your question? I have a question for Nathan. I'll take this one, guys. <laughs> it's about your tattoo. Yeah. When did you get it and why? Uh, when I was about 22 and not for a good enough reason. <laughs> Uh, if I had my druthers now, I'd rather be clean. But it's down here on my hip, so nobody sees it unless they're really good. Have they seen Firefly or the outer Oh, yeah, or unless they watch TV. <laughs> what was that last bit? Does it have a special meaning? Does it have a special meaning? Probably. One of those. Yeah, I got 22. Chinese symbol for regret. A 22-year-old me, yeah. Hey, what's your name? I'm Jared. What's your question, Jared? So I wrote this out because I was afraid I was going to stumble my words and I was just going to go on and on. Um, but I wanted to just say, hey, Chris, Matt, and Jonah, I just wanted to say thank you with this. There was a really dark period in my life several years ago where I just kind of lost hope. And it was pretty much, it's the closest I'd ever thought of suicide where I was. But I rose above it. But I want to say it's because I discovered your show and it inspired me to get up my ass and actually make something of my life. And Michelle, you guys are literally, it's like listening to the brothers I never had just crack jokes and have fun. So I just want to say thank you for that. But one of the bigger things that kind of got me through after that dark period was music and concert photography. So these are photos that I took kind of during that year, but all of them are guests that have been on your show. So I photographed 100 shows in 2015. So that's like Steve Aoki. That's Nathan Fillion, actually. He's used. never been on the show. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked Jerry for a question. <laughs> oh, my 
my God, these pictures are amazing. Nice work. There's Fitz, yeah. Yeah, and I, I've been doing this. I started a podcast. And How's my hair? You look great in this picture. Thank you. Plug your podcast. Yeah, plug your, plug your podcast. Uh, it's called For the Record. It's on every Wednesday and Friday. It's at uh, shamelesspromo.net. I interview musicians and comedians. I've actually had Greg Proops and Jimmy Pardo on before. Wow. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Greg's coming on next week, too. So. That's awesome. Congratulations. Can I have the sleeve for this so they don't get damaged? This is for us, right? I didn't just take your pictures. Okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> just okay, look great. at him. Just look at him and give him back. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope you didn't mind. Do, you know, if you ever want to talk about Dave Matthews, I'll come up. You, he, I fucking tried to photograph his show and I've got nothing back. So we're hopefully getting that. So. Yeah, a lot of people that go to his concerts feel like they don't get much back. Uh, <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> Thank you. Force Awakens, okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. You're a lovely. Well done, man. I appreciate well it. Done. Thank you so much. This is what, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's nice for us when we, you know, because we just dick around all the time. We do these podcasts, we dick around, we hear ourselves talk, you know, we're obviously self-centered <laughs> comedians and performers. like a beached whale. You know, it's just nice when someone t- takes something positive out of it. It makes us feel like, oh, okay, you know, like, when, you're, when you feel kind of broken and then other people benefit, they're like, oh, hey, I, maybe I don't feel so alone, and they go do stuff. I mean, we're just guys who just did stuff. So, and that's why on this momentous day, December 21st, 2017, January 21st, when two people in the back row couldn't take it anymore and left... It wasn't about parking because no one drives here. They just didn't want to be here anymore. We planted a flag here at the current theater, newly renovated, where we all decided we were going to go out be better people to each other, to our loved ones. We were going to fight hatred, not with gathering of conversation. human beings ever thanks to the little guy the little boy that could Jared who grew up one day and became the most famous photographer in the world now give it up for Smash Mouth thank you so much body (laughs) oh sure that's that's oh thank you Uh, did you want uh, you too okay (laughs) oh what if he just left like yeah I got I'm out of here that was really nice. That, that was nice. great. And was it didn't sweetheart. cost you $100 to get that. I know. I got something. I can jump up there. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Do it. That's that box jumping. Ah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, Chris. Oh, no. <laughs> At least you went out being rad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking best eulogy ever. Hey man, at least he went out being rad. Gotta say. Think things you say at a funeral for a skateboarder. <laughs> I love how we have three different ways of getting back on the stage. Mine's the least graceful. Um I uh I want um, sorry. <laughs> 
everybody wants. Is that what you were doing? Yes, Tom. <laughs> California's got sunshine. <laughs> Hanging out with my friends. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. It's days like these that make me want to fly first class and a Mercedes Benz on a solid gold rifle. <laughs> Guys, you haven't heard Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a thing. If you don't know, that's a thing. It's from a very early podcast, the Smash Mouth guy. It was outtakes. It was, no, it was uh, just a vocal track. Uh, isolated vocal track yeah. of him singing a song. Yeah. yeah. But you haven't heard that song until you heard Three Doors Down do it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't believe that was real. I, 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 it was, I, I, of everything that's happened, that's the least believable thing to me. <laughs> hilarious. Also, I can't. You want to tell Jared that? Jared, uh, this is in uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con. I'm wearing the same shirt and jacket. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the Lloyd Bridges picture in Airplane. Yeah, yeah. It's right behind. That's in Nathan's closet. It's just all of that. (laughs) You don't do that? (laughs) <laughs> hang on, guys, hang on. It's just you and Steve Jobs. You find, like, a pair of shoes or, like, a super shirt that everybody goes, hey, I like that shirt, and those shoes are great. They're super... Do you go buy, like, another pair, another color? Or, like, in case they stop Yeah, I do. Hell yeah! I got three of these. Before we wrap this up, is there anything that uh, you want to say to everyone? Or is there anything that you feel like uh, expressing before we... We're going we're gonna to close with a special thing uh, after this, so... What do you... No, no. They don't get that. You cut. I really uh, can't believe that this is what you guys do for a living. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Well, some of us have to supplement our income with uh, Netflix or... uh, Or ABC. (laughs) But, uh, you can't all be handing out $100 bills left and right whenever we insult a man who's walking with a cane. Stop it, Matt. 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 <laughs> Boy, if you don't knock that shit off, I'm going to give you $100. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dory, I figured out how we're going to pay for IVF. <laughs> I'm just going to call Chris every day make him feel bad. <laughs> You interrupted Nathan, who was expressing something. Oh, that's all I had. No, you had something else. Guys, this is Super Sketch Fest, my very first one. Thanks very much, especially you guys in the shit sheets. Thank you so much. It means the world to us to come perform in a theater like this, and you would come see it. A huge hand for Mike Furman, Jonah Ray, Matt Myra, Nathan Fillion, Chris, Jared, you... And that's Chris Hardwick. And that's me. Have an amazing time at Sketchfest. And uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. Goodbye! It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just 
garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This motherfucker lied like a liar. Like a liar. And if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal, or you love to hop in the Wayback Machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes, you should tune in to our podcast, Morbid. Follow Morbid on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to episodes early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.